Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. Hits of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about the urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live on a beautiful Sydney Porty, a Sunday afternoon, 11th of April. We are almost finished round five, as always, coming us to us live from Melbourne, Victoria. Jack, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Got a bit of a sniffle, which is fucking annoying in this day and age, because everyone thinks you're a leper, or you don't even know if you can go anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably get heaps of snivels this year because I don't have the, uh, haven't built up any immunity last year. But anyway, it's not the, um, yeah, um, it's not that Colombian flu that came through last late last night in Melbourne, is it? Nah, I wasn't with them, so wasn't around those Colombian uh, uh, purists. Yeah, well, that's good to hear. So, who's <laughs> one? All right, <laughs> get rid of that loogie yeah, now. Get old daddy now, mate. Yeah, Melbourne. Oof. It's just a different winter down there, isn't it? I want to kick it back to... Now, there's lots of league to talk about. As I said, we're almost through round five. But we... Easter came and went. We didn't do a show last Easter. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't talk about league for the last two weeks because it was a huge uh, filled league calendar for you who travelled up to Sydney... And we've talked about Voodoo Round in the past. There's obviously Magic Round, which is in one uh, one place, one one stadium, um, Suncorp, coming up in a few weeks' time. But Voodoo has been talked about amongst league purists for quite a while, and that is a different venue in Sydney every night over yep. a long weekend. Is that how it works? Well, no, it was actually, it doesn't necessarily need to be over a long weekend. It's basically you go to as many Sydney based games as possible, as you, as would, as would allow you physically. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, last week, what gave me the idea was when, uh, the Titans Raiders actually got their game switched from, uh, Rabina to Cogra. And there was even talk. Uh, during during the week last week, because there was that cough uh, outbreak in Brisbane, that Storm Broncos game would be relo- relocated from Melbourne to uh, the Sporting Vacuum, aka Stadium Australia, on Friday, Good Friday, after the mm. Rabbitohs Bunnies game. So mm. when I was hearing that stuff, and Mumsy was talking about having to go to Sydney, which I didn't really want to. I just I just don't like that travel sort of stuff when you're. Um, and I was like, I can make this a voodoo, do you know what I mean? So mm. I think it's often very difficult to be able to so I got six games out of eight. You were lucky eight. with you were lucky with what was going on from a from a double header. It, it fell perfectly for you because 
you're not you're going to have to do very very well to get six Sydney games in any round. I'm sure it happens from time to time, but that should be earmarked in the future. When you do look at the calendar, it should be always it was, a voodoo. Correct, and it was also so. There's a couple of things that helped it. One was uh, there's an Easter Monday game, mm. so you don't have that super super Saturday where you got three games and. You know, if you had a game in Newcastle mm. uh, and a game in Leichhardt, you're never going to, you know, back to back, even though they're, I mean, you're never going to make it. So mm. that helped. And also, yeah, obviously the um, the switcheroo of the Titans game. For what for what reason? I don't even fucking know. But no, they, n- n- was, no one will. Um, it was just minor. But fuck, it gave us a double header at, Le- uh, at Cogra, of all places. Yeah, so the weekend actually started Brookie. in uh got there on Thursday Arvo <coughs> and did the did the track track over to Brookie to watch uh Manly at home take on Panthers. Mm. Uh general admission. Did you have God, a few, few cans pre like where'd you where'd you have a few beers yeah, pre? Yeah, we did actually. We went to Brewster's Brewery or something in like the uh Brookvale Industrial Area, you know. It's a it was actually quite good. I okay. But Barry's or oh, something, something B brew, quite good. Brookie Industrial Area, you know, craft beer places love that sort of shit. Mm. Um, but I was quite impressed by the Brookie Industrial Area, quite leafy. Okay, I actually did uh, a summer back in two thousand and two, two thousand and three, where I worked in Brookvale at a ba- uh, book packing. It was like back to school books, and yeah. um, you know you were basically bendering it was the first time in your life that you discovered david vilecki so you yeah. really were you weren't doing much work during the week put it that way and you were just just looking forward to the weekend now a mate of mine living in, used living to, in yeah i was living in Coogee and taking the bus to brookville and a mate of mine used to bring a pillow to work so that he could sleep at lunch times that's our just i guess Hard work going on the weekends to get through, and um, yeah, I have fond I mean, memories in, of Brookvale. I just feel like you guys should have based yourselves in Manly. Yeah, poor call. All the people working all over the shop. Yeah, they were, but the people that had like were working, um, and this is a, a new uni holiday type deal. The people that were working close to the eastern suburb. I, I look back now and going, I was taking a fucking hour bus, two different buses to get from Coogee to Brookvale. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but it was fuck, it was a good good paying job. And Brookvale, back to Brookvale, has has fond memories. I went there with you once as well when we um when we went with the band she had, you me and she had. Shout out Correct. to uh, so, John Toogood. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was a it, it was out of the craft brew was quite good. So then we did the walk into Brookie mm. again. Ga this time. So shit. Actually, the seats were really good. You, I think you saw where I was sitting, right on the corner of that uh, mm. north eastern uh, corner. Mm. It took about twenty minutes to line up for beers, but at least you can see the game from the beer line. That's um, key. What is with Australia and not wanting you to drink? Like that's basically what it is, isn't it? Mid strength. No, no, they're, they're full strength, like okay. uh, four pines. But they just there's some like if it was actually a proper capitalist society mm. they would just you wouldn't line up for beers because they'd make so much more money but there's someone and they just don't trust australians with the grog do they oh that's it it's, a, it's an excellent point because i mean we were at glastonbury you, i was there with you 
And people were bringing fucking, like, you know, trolleys in, packed up as much, as high as you could stack of their own piss. Full strength, spirits, whatever you wanted, you could put it into Glastonbury. And now we go to, a, like, a, a sporting event in New Zealand, Australia, and they will do everything they possibly can to ram piss-weak mid-strength down your fucking goal. It's horrific. And it's actually... Other than a Muslim country like uh, Saudi Arabia or something, there's not many other countries that have such controls on fun, oh, in a way. What about when we're in Jamaica? Like that stadium. Yeah. Fuck, you'd be drinking full-strength right. rum all day if you wanted to. And even even like, uh, I remember Mexico, when I first went to Mexico, I went to, what's that bloody te- uh, place where they do spring break, um, Cancun. Mm. And I remember going walking through the streets and going, what the hell? Hmm. These pubs are actually doing forty dollars, like all you can drink all night. And I was thinking to myself, like, because that was obviously American-based tourists. Hmm. Like they just culturally just don't drink. Um, whereas New Zealand or Australians would just take they'd take forty dollars all you can drink and make it. There'd be competition. You'd be seeing how how much you could. You, well, you'd be basically going one. in there, sending it broke. And the other one was that. Well, okay, you know, I'm no. Uh, no uh, great advertisement either, but that bloody Miami nightclub, like we had to buy, like fuck, we had to buy these massive um, vodkas or whatever just to get a shitty uh, table. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not gonna fuck it. I'm gonna drink that shit. You know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. That was that went nasty. Anyway, so Brookie, um, it is a purely ground. It is like you know, but, yeah, it's falling apart. Takeaways. Takeaways from that first game on the ground. Jerome Luai is is actually an excitement machine He's and is the chief excitement. Yeah. And Kika and you you did bring him up a couple of weeks. The sort of oh, what do you call it, the evolution of Kika? Yeah, I got to witness him in full flight in that corner. Yeah, uh, like when he gets the ball and want he wanted to score this try and he just ran over. I don't know, was Dylan Parker Walker or something. Dylan Walker. Like. It was. A, and, like, he didn't even just score the try. Like, he didn't go through three people. He didn't just get it over the line. He, like, went str- just ran right through from bet- and forced it between the goal line and the dead ball line and did it, like, shelling peas. Yeah, I, I, I just think on Kikau, and I gave him a bit of stick for the grand final last year, and I'm not sure if he he went away and he was like, fuck, I need to get better or, or whatever, because he was amazing during the regular season. But what I've seen this year is... I don't think I've ever seen anything like it from a physical specimen at his size. The aerobic capacity that he has, like he's making yeah. like tackles and sprinting across from the sideline to sideline to go and like be involved in the play. Like you just don't see that at a guy his size. He's as devastating as ever. He's he's almost he's as aggressive as ever. He's taking on his man. It's like what you said. He doesn't want to beat him, man. He wants to humiliate him. Like this is as close. To I have seen in your your SBWs, your Ali Lau TDs, your like absolute lightning in a bottle seasons of second row, back row. I've never seen anything like this Kikau. Right, what he's doing this year, he's unbelievable. The speed, the pace, power, and physical domination. No, I, I agree. He's amazing. And you see, he and he just is just a beautiful gear in that Panthers team. Oh. I mean, if you're a league purist. You can just sit back and watch this Panthers team annihilate other good teams. It is something to behold, really. Well, the the, the Panthers, and someone said that they're cocky. 
and and you go, they're too cocky, and and you got Crichton and Luai and and those guys. Fucking oath they are. Like, great. Embrace it. Like, I want to see cockiness. And I reckon these guys, like, the crux of this team are about two years apart. And they've been playing together and flogging teams for five and six years. Like, that's this is the, the basis of that under-20s team that we're putting 70 on people on a weekly basis. These guys don't know what it's like to lose. They lost one fucking game last year in the NRL. They should have their chest puffed oh, out. Lost. They should be arrogant. We need more of this in our game. We need we need teams that people want to chop down, like like the Storm were for for such a long time. These guys have got so much fucking attitude. I love it. I love watching the Panthers play. Yeah, and I just you see how they've lifted someone like Momorowski and oh. uh, I mean, how does Brent Naden get back in the team? He, I mean, how does Dylan English get back in the team? He's, Brent Naden is not good enough to be in that, that team. I mean, yeah, so, got, so you know, Brent, Brent Naden doesn't play great this year. I would not start Brent Naden, especially so. Who you've got in the centres at the moment? Momorowski. Or you're Crichton or Burden. So, ah, that's my point. Now, Matt Burden, fuck, we're going a bit all over the shop, but I mean, why not talk about the Panthers for 45 minutes? Who cares? I would, Matt Burden is a. Fuck, I love, I love what I see from him. That I only got this first glimpse in the game against the Raiders. He's got mongrel in him. And. Yeah, I know. He. He shot up, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, he was not shying away from anything with the Raiders. So the Raiders are a dirty team. And and they are a hard team to get past. Burden is just. And a he mo- was on Hudson Young's side too, wasn't he? He was. The, the way he moves, you know, the, there's there's oh, only a certain amount of footballers that glide across the field. He's one of them. I would I would play him easily over Naden. Um, I personally, and this could be controversial, I would definitely I would switch Crichton and Burton right now. Crichton's lost at fullback. In fact. He just, he's got poor skills. Like his, his, his passing is woeful. Um, and he still can they get like shovel pass. He's, it's a they? long, limp, loose, um, shovel pass. He's not a good fullback. He's a brilliant center. Um, I would put him back to center. I would put Burton at fullback and I'd keep Momrowski and I wouldn't bring Dylan Edwards back and I wouldn't bring Brett Naden back. Wow, but that's, oh, I mean, it's good for them to have that depth, isn't it? Ah, so, depth. And just JFH. Oh, anyway, the Panthers are... The real deal. I mean, they're the real deal, yeah. But, I mean, again, I guess their concern as players and coaches will be, can they keep this going for 25 rounds in the finals? Well, They, they should be able to. They kind of did last year, didn't they? I mean, they lost the GF. They got blown away from a 30-minute period. And came back near the oh, end. Yeah. But that was and that's going to happen occasionally in GFs. Mm. So it's good they've got it away out of the system. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, so Friday so, was Good Friday. You went to the Easter show first. Yeah, so first. Friday night I finished it off at the Brookie Hotel. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. And then got a, a Uber home with uh, Watto. So are you talking about the um, the urinals? Did they catch your eye there at Brookvale? Uh... No, I did go to, I did go for a leak, but I oh, Brookvale. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, not at the Brookvale Hotel. At Brookvale Oval. Yeah, yeah. Just real old school, I think. Just solid troughs. Real old school. Stinky. League. Um, yeah, just 
Gee, as, a, as living in Victoria, it's just great to like go to a urinal and talk league with someone oh. or just like bump into a girl and be able to banter about league. Like yeah. that to me is heaven. Did you bump into a girl when you're at the trough with the people, with the girls at Brookie standing nah, no, up no, in the trough? Oh, yeah, with the wrong toilet. Yeah, no. But like someone you're sitting next to, you can mm. yell out, oh, you're a fucking idiot, uh, Luai. And they can sort of go, oh, yeah, they are, eh? Yeah, fuck. Not, some... that I, not that I yelled that out. That's just an, an example. And then just, you know, talking to old Manly fans and after the game and about the Adam Floor Blake situation. Just, oh. I mean, if my wife was sitting next to me, she'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's league, though. It's the people's game. They don't call it the people's game for right. nothing. Okay. You're so... right. So, yeah, it's a, a lovely. Um, and unfortunately, Manly got blown away, but yeah, I'm a purist enough to, to enjoy uh, a one-sided bashing when you can mm. see a team just in vintage form, you know? Beautiful stuff. Okay, so you went Dogs, Rabbitohs, post-Easter show out to Homebush, which is, if you get good seats at Homebush, it's, it's absolutely fine. So on a day like Easter yeah. Friday, you might be able so to the quote was, jump down. Yeah. The quote was, uh, there's 40,000 40, good seats at Homebush. Yeah. Which I think is probably correct. Hmm. Um, so the day started. <coughs> I want to take Trevor on the ferry. So I took the kids uh Good Friday game, and then uh, so I saw. I just looked on Google Maps. I saw there was a Sydney Olympic Park ferry terminal. Mm-hmm. So I got the wife to drop us off at Jermoyne, mm-hmm. um, and then we just took the ferry over there. But then fuck, I didn't realise it was such a walk from uh the actual. Sydney Olympic Park ferry terminal to the ground far out. They need to anyway. That was my bad. How long are you talking? Um, probably three k. Yeah. Well, there's also I've fucked up um, before a Warriors semi final of getting off at Olympic Park, and Olympic Park versus Homebush. You fucked there too. So, um, yeah. No, no, no. You've got off at Homebush. Yeah. Sorry, Homebush. Homebush. Rather homebush. Than- not uh, Olympic Park. Yeah. yeah. Shocker. Yeah. Mm. So. We weren't expecting much on that day. Took the kids down, and it went with uh, a good listener, uh, fan and listener of the show, Kez and his Fano. Um, and so, yeah, it was good. But again, just seeing Cody Walker um, show the dogs up, it was good seeing Cody Walker get aggressive like he does. He's an aggressive young man. That, the fact that he got a week for that, though, Jack, is it just a fucking blight on our game? Yeah, I know. But it's fuck, an elbow. I mean, it's a dropped elbow, a people's elbow. To the back of a guy's head. Whose head was it? Jack Hedrington? Nah. Don't know. It's fucking bad. Like, way worse than Confucius. Like, just the inconsistency of the judiciary. I was thinking about this the other day, right? How does the anyone, is there anyone that you know, anyone, any league person that you've ever had debate with and goes, geez, the judiciary's doing a good job? Like, in the last 25 years. (laughs) No. Nah. Like, nah. if something's but, so... I mean, you get that out of referees. I think you do get that occasionally. <laughs> but if it's... if it's, I mean, yeah, refs you can. You can go, fuck... No, 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 refs are going okay. Do the judiciary, the consistency in the judiciary. Like, fuck me. Like, send me the tapes. I'll review them. I'll do it at 9 o'clock every night. I'll review the tapes, and I'll give you a fucking... Some consistency. Yes, I'll be slightly more lenient on Kiwis, but that's just the price you've got to pay for general consistency. Yeah, right. But I mean, if you 
and that's the thing, right? Even if you're a little bit lenient on Kiwis, Kiwis aren't grubbier. I think that tradition. I think we used to be. Mm. Like back in the day, yeah, we, we were did. grubbier because because we came from New Zealand and we would have been getting racially vilified, vilified etc. Exactly, yeah. like Gary Freeman and Hume again, and <clears throat> not the Hume again was dirty, but Lomax, Johnny Lomax, the Lomax of the Pongiers, like, um, and I'm pretty sure the coaches they got their hands on this Kiwi uh, meat and were like, I'm using them to intimidate. Absolutely. So it's not all their fault. It's like, but it's, now, it, it, it's like in an American in NFL, you know. Coaches will just ride those running backs into the ground, and they just really don't care about their safety because they know that they'll replace them in three or four years. It's like in early nineties, mid nineties. It's like, well, okay, so if I'm going to have to burn through a Kiwi at a judiciary to intimidate my opposition, that's so fucking be it. Lomax, go out there and ta- target his head. Exactly. Yeah, but now I would say you know you've got your JWHs and stuff, which is sort of the old school, but. Mm. Now, the Kiwi players and even some of the Pacifica players, right, they're, the, they're, they're just so God-fearing. Mm. Um, they've been brought up so nicely. Yeah. Like, they're not that, they're not grubby. We're not talking about grubby. I'm thinking of like Hudson Young and Jack Hetherington now, which, yeah. you know, you'd probably put the moniker away. white trash on. Yeah, beautiful. Who's the grubbiest team in the NRL? What's that? Who's the grubbiest team in the NF, uh, NRL? Well, every Sydney side, I would say Melbourne, um, uh, South probably. Yeah, look, I think for me, it's the Raiders are up there yeah. with Souths. Um, and I think the team that people say are grubs, Melbourne, I just think it's just, there's not grub okay. to it. It's just, strategy and yes they do the wrestle and control them down and stuff but everyone does that <laughs> um i think i think melbourne five six years ago were the grubbiest but what the raiders are churning through out there like you've got grubs from one to 13 from in canberra don't you like it starts like last last uh two nights ago having rapana back there just so much grub to him and i do love him but um there's an extra facial when you play the raiders um Anyway, right, you had so two games. Now you moved. So then Good Friday, and then after that, I took the kids on the train back to Stanmore where we were staying at the brother-in-law's, mm-hmm. and then got off at a pub, Stanmore Hotel. Oh, Watto yeah. said, what are you doing? And Watto came down and watched Storm Broncos with me. Um, but yeah, just a real great key, uh, New South Wales league experience. Um, Stanmore pub wasn't a league pub per se, but... The Irish, the Irish bloke at the bar put, it was, it put the league on for us. And then it was so funny. These three sort of, uh, bespectacled white, um, middle upper class guys came into the pub mm-hmm. and I heard them ask the Irish bloke, Oh, could you put the rah-rah on? Cause the Wadatars were, um, uh, playing. Mm-hmm. And then the Irish bloke's like, he, he, I said, don't you fucking dare touch this channel, uh, this TV. And he didn't. <laughs> and then he was fumbling around on his bloody remotes and that looking he goes about 15 minutes I'd go through looking for it. He goes, we don't have it, mate. And these blokes 
stayed there at the pub watching the league and were like what uh getting updates of their rah rah game like on uh on on the internet. Brilliant. That you've done your bit there, so, Jack. That, you've done your part. That's all to do with that all to do with that stand thing, right? Yeah. Oh, got so, you. Pubs can't even show the game. So you heard, you might have told me this all about how, um, and you'll hate this, but how New South Wales or Rugby AU or whatever tried to get the a deal where pubs could, they, they'd show the league on like Trackside or Sky no, Racing. Sky Racing, yeah, they, so they, they did. They did get it. No, they didn't. I think they did. PVL at the last minute said, no, nah, no way they're doing it. Oh, I didn't hear that, but fuck. I mean, look, I'm I'm his biggest uh, critic, but you know, at the same time, applaud applaud someone when they do a great thing, and that and that is brilliant. Okay, let's. Yeah, so through... that, apparently, they yeah. worked for months to get it done, and yeah. it went onto his uh, desk for the yeah. final sign off. He's like, "Are you guys fucking mad? I'm not signing this. It's a competition." <laughs> that is good. That is good. Okay, so the double header the next day, Cogra. You had Sharks, Cowboys, and Titans, Raiders. Not, not, yes, not, a, so not a murderer's row of great games of league. No, no. I mean, the, uh, I went around to a, a mate's place in Leichhardt for Barbie first, um, mm. and then took a cab to Cogra. So Cogra, that was exciting, because Cog- you always get excited about new grounds, and mm. there was a new one I could tick off Cogra. Mm. Um, Uber over there. Observations were, uh, Cogra's quite Chinese, and that quite a lot of Chinese restaurants and shops with Chinese writing in that. Um, Cowboys, uh, sharks was just sharks. Uh, it wasn't sharks are great. It was just cowboys are shit. Terrible. Yeah. Um. Then Kez actually came and joined me for the second game. Raiders. Uh, uh, Titans, because he only lives in San Susi, which South or have you say it, which yeah, is right. so so close, so close to Cogra. Mm-hmm. Um, and he couldn't get in. Right, he was lining up trying to buy a ticket, and they're like, "Oh no, you can't get a ticket because the credit uh, the credit card payments are down." So they basically said, "Walk in." But for a while there, they say, "No, you can't. We can't sell your ticket. You can't get in." Like what? The, and, the, and they said, "Oh, it's all sold out." Fuck off! It was about. 25% full. Like, it was just so amateur, some of that. And There's no way Titans Raiders as a neutral ground sold out. Fuck I so. know. So what happened was obviously Ticket Ticker, whatever. Something happened on their computer systems where I think that Raiders-Titans game, because it got a, a relatively late change to Storm Cowboys, to, uh, sorry, Cowboys. Yeah, shark. yeah, okay, okay, we get it. You, you the get whole the system's like, what the hell? Yeah. There's not supposed to be a game there. People aren't supposed to be buying tickets after kickoff, after the end of our game, you know? Okay, so, so Cogra, what's your thoughts? Uh, Cogra, okay. Um, not, obviously not rectangular, <laughs> but I had a really good seat because I was, could walk up right under halfway about eight rows back. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of oh the food situation was a debacle as well. So they didn't in the uh, food you couldn't use uh, phone to pay for anything. So Jeez. I'd gone in there, got no all my case. hot dogs and beers, and then they said, "Oh, it doesn't work." So I just walked out. I said, "Invoice me, Valandis hasn't arrived yet." Um, <laughs> and so it was a real debacle. It was real amateur. It was, 
Emmett like a high school fucking uh, first 13 game sort Canteen of way. Like, yeah. And then, but fuck. Raiders Titans. Uh, geez, David Fafita's good. Like, you can see on the yeah. field, he is there just attack. Like, as a spectator, like, get it to Fafita, you got a chance. You get it to Fafita. Mm. Um, but Titans showed something in that game, although they lost 16-4 or whatever. Uh, Raiders toughed it out. But mm. Titans got over the line quite a few times and just couldn't force it. Mm. Yeah, I think so, after that first week with Fafita, we, we were questioning him quite significantly, found out that he was sick. Since that day, he's been on an absolute tear, Fafita. Um, so, fuck, and we'll get, to him. we'll get to the Titans from yesterday. All right, so last, last round, we went to the SCG to watch our boys play the Roosters. We were pretty confident going in there given given the the Roosters situations with injuries and stuff. We thought, fuck, if we turn up and the SCG, that if anyone's been to the SCG, it's a cricket ground. It's called a Sydney cricket ground for a reason. It's not great for rugby league. You can't see shit. And we were in the members. We were in the upper members. You can't see shit. Um, it's just not great viewing. So we, you spend yourself, you know, it's it's that whole situation where you're going from field to screen field to screen like when it gets too far away you have to go to the screen it's just not great um we started very well and almost got a couple um did we were we up 10 6 or 12 6 or something yeah yeah and then cody made that break and just got pulled down by that, Hutchinson or something. yeah and then i think adam fanua blake he was off early um but shit yeah we ended up getting kind of closed out pretty easily in the end but that that was six games for you in a, in a period so I guess that probably you needed to kind of just regroup that was only my fifth game oh, oh you went to Eels Tigers back out to Homebush on, on Monday yeah, yeah. Um, that was a free-flowing game wasn't it that was good yeah it was a good game actually I quite enjoyed it good crowd like 30,000 30, it was a beautiful day um it was a, oh, that was a fun day. I mean, by that stage, <coughs> and it took the kids again as well. <coughs> I was fucking tired. It does take it out of your voodoo, like just that uh, that that travel between grounds and shit. So, look, I've got that. It was a good uh, voodoo, um, but magic's going to be so much easier because it's three days in that one ground, just all centrally located in, in a bourbon. Now it has went back to like four. You ha- have you been to magic before? No, well, there was only one 2019, so then it got cancelled last year, so... So, no. I mean, you know I've been working on a business venture for quite a while, um, trying to get this away. Probably probably not going to be this magic round, but the magic tent um, is is in deep development, and so I've had a couple of builds on it. Um, so, obviously, for those that didn't remember... There's so many games going on at Magic Round, but you, you, you want to be able to come and go. Like that's the that's the beauty of a festival. Yeah. Like you want to change stages. And if you don't want to watch all the games, you need a place to go. So the idea is that there's a huge fuck off circus tent, big top, whatever you want to call it, um, right next to Suncorp. And it's probably on one of the corresponding fields. So you basically can come and go once you've got your magic tickets, like a festival, and you go in there and it's just whatever you can imagine. But it's very league-based, and this is a chance for us to give back to the men in the league. So all the security are ex-players. Every team has their own zones. 
I think that potential, there's real potential to look at, um, can we bring back some of the old cheerleaders? Can we bring back some of the Sharkies and the Panthers cheerleaders from 2000? Um, can we get a sparkle in there? You've got entertainment, um, just the ability to maybe go and get full strength spirits. You've got, um, how much, how much would it cost to get Tina Turner there? Exactly. Like, oh, that's a Saturday night show. Oh, um, did you see that documentary? Oh, sorry, not documentary. Probably the, you know, she's 80 now. Oh, mate, she, so I caught, did you see the John Quayle, um, Maddie John sit down? Yeah. Fuck, yeah, and he was just quote. talking about Tina as if she was just, and then it was flashing back and Eddinghausen and everyone was just like, Tina must have been such a professional, but she was right. getting up there on top of the Harbour Bridge with no fucking like harnesses or anything, dancing in high heels. I know. I know. Just, well, it wasn't a high heel. Actually, another look. They were they were heels, maybe not high heels. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so Tina's there. The magic rounds there. You're giving back to ex leagueies. We'll get that leaguey um Uber app going so they can take you back. And you can either, if you're a Warriors fan, you can click onto Warriors Uber and get an old Warriors driver. There's just so much money to be made there. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping to get this idea off the ground maybe in the next next two years. But I'm very interested to know when you're at Magic, what are you doing all day? Yeah, well, I mean, I'll be, the there, I'll be there writing notes. I'll be there writing yes. notes, seeing how we can affect... Right, one thing I've noticed, though, is it's only just started getting advertised properly um, on TV and shit now, which... It's too late. It's quite late, I guess. But maybe they were just worried about cough and stuff. Of course um, they were. Yeah, it should be advertised in October. Yeah, I guess so. Because oh, I'm all booked. I think we booked in uh, or January or something. So, but I mean, it's not that far. I mean, to, if a Sydney person really wanted to go, and after all the oh, Sydney, I mean, oh, it's, hopefully they get a good. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Isn't it sold out though? <laughs> no, don't think it's sold out now. Okay. Oh, diamond tickets like halfway, eight rows back. Fuck, that's good. Nice. All right, so. It's funny going back and looking at last week and then reviewing this week. It's just more of the same. Rabbitohs 35, Broncos 6. Panthers 30, Raiders 10. Um, Storm 52, Bulldogs 18. Knights 16, Titans 42. I think the Knights are suffering a pretty... I mean, that, that, that Titans performance, I guess, needs some discussion. No, no, I, 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 know, uh, I think it does. starting to come right. Yeah, it's um they're three and two now. They go into about fifth spot, and I mean my question mark for the Titans is can they ever do it against the top five teams? And I just think that there's a pretty oh, exactly, but 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 the Titans under Holbrook are developing right, and I don't think they'll be the top five team next week. Yeah. But round eighteen, they may. I don't know who knows. I can't if trust Holbrook... them. Who's I guess can't trust their spine. And their outside backs. And that's where the, that's where they they need to build for next year. I think the pack's pretty good, but I just can't trust anyone in the key positions for those guys. So when it when it comes to a close game against a good team, yeah, they can flog the Knights who are well under full strength. But when it's a close game, who's going to be shepherding that team? You know, kicking to the corners and putting it for a repeat set of six. No, no one in that team's got that skill. Yeah, they can they can get freaky on a fucking beautiful Saturday afternoon in Rabina against a depleted Knights. No dramas. 
But talk to me when you need to get a real, you know, arm wrestle against the bunnies. Um, you know, when it's coming yeah. down to the championship minutes from the 70th minute onwards, who's fucking taking that game by the scruff of the neck for the Titans? Well, Jamal, hopefully, but I guess there is still pushing marks on him. Mm. Um, well, we're going to have to cover it. On Friday night, fuck the pub game. Can It's just such a high and low for your spirits for your weekend. It can take you into into a beautifully confident, I can take on the world space. Um, I likened it once to you, I think, the other day. It's like, it's like when you're at school and you're the first person who finishes their exams and you just go out and get pissed on a night that you know everyone else is still studying for the next two to three days. If you win a pub game, or or God forbid, if you get a Thursday night win, fuck, that's just like, that's a cherry on top. Where the hell do you even know what that's like? I, I, we don't play Thursday night. No. But fuck losing a pub game. And, oh, losing a pub game. And then you kind of like, turn, you know, you're supposed to have dinner and, and watch maybe a movie with Mumsy, and you just, you got nothing. Um, Afterwards. Oof. It does affect my mood. Uh, I was grumpy yesterday. It's fucking annoying. Not fair on the kids. So, uh, Nathan Brown and the Warriors, it's not fair on my kids. You pricks putting in performances like that. The skill level in that game. And look, I'm going to take it to you, Rehurry. Fuck Your off. optimism and Tavali's optimism from fucking January on the side has put me on a, a too higher expectation. Mate, we... Have got we've seven. Beat, we've beat it. Beat we've got. Titans, hang on a minute. A hey. who was sick, and we beat a Raiders team in the last. Oh, we could have lost it. Uh, it. And one bloke on the bench. Okay, let me fucking give you this then, mate. We were missing. Changed. We were missing seven fucking first grade players. Our first, our top seven players. Yes, we're going to look like shit against a shitty Eagles team who were desperate to win, and they did in the last play of the game. We should have iced it. We played dog shit, and I'd be expecting a good bounce back. But you can't take that much talent out of a team and expect them to be free-flowing and fucking confident footballers. They were dog shit, yes. Cody should have stepped up. I was not expecting that. I was expecting them to fucking front up and just play some basic league to be a very bad Manly And they were team. terrible, Manly. Don't, don't, anyone who supports Manly, don't get ideas that your team are, are for getting that win. They were terrible. But, I mean, I'm saying also, Jack, maybe the short turnaround so Sunday to Friday. So what are you saying about your team? What? So what are you saying about your team? They were bad. We had a short turnaround Sunday to Friday. We should have beaten them. Don't get me wrong. But it would have been a stinky win anyway. Like, we were shit. And I'm, and I'm fucked off too. Them? Why are you like, look, you can still support them and be critical. Yeah, but you can be objectively critical. You don't just have to abuse them. Like, you fucking turn up and onto a league forum and say, we're shit, we're going to lose before a fucking ball's been kicked off. That's not, that's yeah, not support. Right. That's madness. Was I right? I don't give a fuck. I want to, if you support a team, support them. That's the word. Will them to win. That's what the Warriors need. They're how, built on how faith. How the hell is me being uh, unrealistic going to help them win? Osmosis. Right, okay. And the other thing, I want to talk to you about Roger Tui versus Fucking go then. He's talk not that good. And oh. he's checked out of our game. No, he hasn't. You've got an extra grinder. He you're going to grind it why all do you year. Think, why, do you think we've, why do you think we've asked for a release of Walsh? 
We've you, got designs on Walsh playing in about five rounds starting fullback. Mate, he is getting mentored by Roger, who is one of the most professional players in our game. There is Roger's second on the Dally M, mate. Yeah, but he he's also, one point off the Dally M lead. Riari, you know what the Dally M means? It's still, if you're up there, it's an indication that you've been playing well. You're not shit if you're but up his, there. He's got some. Absolute shocking errors in his game. He was trying to overcompensate for the lack of direction in the halves. Roger gives 150%. I'll tell you what I am pissed off with him. His fucking high ball handling errors are unforgivable. He's been bad at that lately, and he needs to get better. I would also... I would fuck off David Fussy Tua. <laughs> yes, Fussy, I'd get rid of Fussy Tua. Fussy Tua's I mean, done nothing for three years. Not three, two. You need to give him a message by dropping him. And yeah. That might work. Yep. He, he's just got it too easy. He just turns up each week and plays. His handling errors are, are, are terrible. Um, and yes, he's good in the air. And him and Malmalo, they do a, a fantastic job in the air. But that was a rot- That was one of the worst losses I can remember in my history. Move on. I don't want to talk about it again. Well, um, geez, I've been... The, the the Bulldogs broke... Who have we got next week? Before you move on, who have we got next week? I'm going to the game if I can. Dragons. Dragons. Two so o'clock. we want Dragons to win tonight, don't we? Yeah, get them all cocky. Yeah, Brownie will have them pumping. He love, he's he's cogra-born bread. Right. Okay, so the the Dogs crossed the milestone. They put their bat up 200 minutes. Without a try, then then they got one. And Luke Thompson, like, just shows you, just go up the guts and find a hole. <laughs> oh, fuck, they're a rotten football side, aren't they? Jeez. Yeah, but I mean, the Storm were playing champagne. To look at the rehurry is that Broncos Rabbitohs the other day, right? Mm. Broncos beat the Rabbitohs a year ago, and the teams aren't that different. What do you mean the Broncos so, beat the Rabbitohs a year ago? A year ago, uh, before the COVID uh, stopped. Yeah, yeah, they were very different. It's when David Fafita and Payne Haas, and they were clicking, and don't and to, to TPJ, they were they were different. But they're not. But they're not. I know they're different. But if you actually look at the players, they're not that different. Oh, hang like, on, what are you trying to say? Where's this getting in, getting us? So what? Someone caused an upset. To say is that it's the fucking club's fault. How shit they are. Yeah, not but the Landers' fault why the fucking scores are blowing. Oh, I, 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 I agree with that. It's not. It's not like yes, the new rules have something to do with the floggings. But I'm with you. The new rules just accentuate the good teams. There's not a team. Yeah, they make, they make good league better. Exactly. There's not a team out there that's like, oh, we were fucking in the top six, and now the new rules come along and we're in the bottom four. Like it just makes the good teams better, makes the bad teams worse. So, yeah, the but gaps might be widening. You're a pure leaguey. That's what it should be about, right? Yeah. I mean, exactly. It's an even playing field. The game is faster. There'll be adjustments made. And so far, it looks as though the teams that should be there are there. So, and yeah. And to be honest, like, you're, I know you're a critic of the new rules, but the, the new rules are actually they're giving the Panthers a platform to just paint to be artistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck, even the, the tries that they're scoring against the Raiders, like... Oof. Exactly. Now, Raiders, the Raiders fans... The Raiders could have just... And this is where the old rules could have happened. That momentum, 
they could have easily just given like just lay on the ball and just mm. reset their their line, you know. And as a fan, a leaguey fan, you'd be like, oh yeah, fuck, they've given the penalty away, they're going to send it. But now they can't do that, which is, I guess, quite good. I'll tell you this, Raiders fans, you've played really shit the first five weeks. You played pretty fucking average. Hopefully. And the windows closed. I reckon the Raiders, the talent that they have, they will slowly get it together and they'll be there. They'll be there in October. One way yeah, or another. Yeah, I think they'll make, they're making up the numbers for mine. Okay. Interesting. Um, what did you see from Sam Walker last night? I saw a guy that for 65 minutes was pretty average and he threw a couple of good passes and ran through a feeble Chad Townsend tackle. Mm. And I, unfortunately, seeing a few parallels with Luke Brooks with the way people are waxing lyrical. Give the bloke some time. Yeah, of course. Of course. He's 19. So the yeah, thing yeah. is, he, he put some people into holes last week against the Warriors too. Um, pretty good debut. And that's what you want, though, Jack, from your halves. If he's having a shaky start, that's fine. Fuck, James Maloney led the league in missed tackles for about five years and penalties conceded. But if you're putting blokes into holes in the championship minutes, you're finding a way to get a win. That's what you want in a half. You can work on the other stuff, but you can't work on that. But all I'm saying is Brooks was doing that too. Brooks, <coughs> did, did Brooks do it just once? Did he, How long did he live yeah, off that debut game? I just remember that game at the SCG. Oh, fuck. Brooksy. Okay. So, He's still living that performance. He sort of is, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. Sunday Sunday footy tips. Fucking brown Jesus has been ruled out. I need him for my fantasy team. That's fucked me. I just need him for the good of Lee. I think brown Jesus has got a huge like, he needs a huge season. Yep. To finish... The Tigers are a dollar twenty-four at Leichhardt today, four p.m. This is league. Now, before we get to this game, interesting. We went to the league with a great Tiger supporter, big fan of the show, um, and also works with PVL. Um, I won't mention his name. He knows who he is, and he was telling me at the we were trying to like the, the half was finishing. And he's guys, you've just got to hold on these last five minutes, and and he goes, this is what I like to call Tiger time. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes. Well, Tiger time. It's the last five minutes of the first half and the last five minutes of the second, first five minutes of the second half. I go, what do you call Tiger time? Because he goes, every time we can see tries. And I was like, okay, great. I'll keep this in mind. I'll, ch- I'll have a look tomorrow. Tiger time against the Parramatta Eels. Literally, I think they might have done last two minutes of the first half, which is just a crusher. It's, it's an absolute. Yeah. You cannot do that. You cannot lose. You cannot concede a try at the end of the first half. It just demoralizes you. And then just as the first uh, second half started, what do they do? They concede a try. And I was like, geez, Tiger time. It's a real thing. Tom Apacic got a 39th-minute try. That's fucking perfect Tiger time. And Blake Ferguson, a 44th-minute try. Yeah. So when you're watching today, even though it's against a horrendous team in the Cowboys, look out for Tiger time. A lot of parallels with the Tigers and the Warriors. But one thing I'd say, one thing I'd say, Rihari, is that the Tigers are famous for losing big occasions at Leichhardt. 
And this one's a little bit bigger because of Tommy. Oh, but yeah, because I guess the Western like, Suburbs, that, Tommy is part of the Western Suburbs Tigers, isn't it? Western... And they've always got to like win a game at Leichhardt to make the eight, and they always lose it. Like, yeah, you they only win at Leichhardt when like there's a playing the Warriors on a Sunday night. Yeah, oof, absolutely. Um, so what's your tip for today? Uh, Tigers and Eels. <clears throat> Tigers and Eels for me too. Eels, Dragons. That'd be a good game. I like Adam Clunge. Really love that guy. I think he's a good halfback. And it's a bank west. It's a bank west, so it's going to be a great game. I think. 6-15. I mean, Fuck it. The difference between that, if, if that was Eels versus Dragons at Cogra versus oh. Eels versus Dragons at bank west, that just makes it way more exciting for me. You're too right. Like a stadium <laughs> in league, it moves it from a 6 out of 10 to an 8 out of 10 just, just with the move of the ground, doesn't it? Like the... The pace, the Bank West is just, it's the new league on Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, agreed. It's a brilliant, um, it's a brilliant stadium. Um, whew, I mean, I was going to talk about the injury toll. It's fucking bad. Um, but we don't need to go into is two. it though? Yeah, it is. Like some of these is teams. Objective, is that objectively based on numbers? I don't know. I'm just calling it as I see it. It's, it, there's a lot of, well, blokes that are injured. Mate, you go back our last three years, you're probably saying the same thing each round five Could episode. Be. Could be. Um, Jeez, I'd like to beat Ozdog today at Fantasy. Oh, I'm in the hunt. You're in the hunt. I'm in the hunt too, but Brown Jesus is out. and I've got, I had Brown Jesus and Gutho to, to bring me home. Two guys that you want. And I think I'm going to lose again. Um, you haven't had a win yet, have you? No, but just beating the Ozdog would just be... It's like my little grand final. All right. Well, good luck there. Um, a big, big week next week of, you know, there's a couple of, oh, geez. Next pub game. Sorry, not pub game. Friday night. Proper blockbuster. Yep. Storm I'm Roosters. Going. Wow. I'm going based. Me German mate, Thorsten. You've also got next Actually, week. Actually, I'm in, I'm in Sydney on Thursday night, I think. So I should, if there's anyone out there, are we oh. saying North City wants to watch? What's the, what's the Thursday night game? Uh, oh, <laughs> it's going to be a massacre. Broncos Panthers. Be great though. Uh, I'd love I'd love to that? watch that. Fifty points. Yeah. Okay. Well, let let me know or someone. Boltman can come watch. We'll go and watch near your uh, office. All right. Okay. You got to love your league. Got to love your league. Bye. If he leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Takes away the biggest part